Yes, welcome in to one and all. This is the full 10 yards at betting podcast. It's week 13. Get your pens ready. It's time to win some cash. Yes, welcome in at one and all. And for anyone that watched the uh, the full 10 questions on, was it Thursday? I don't, I don't even know what day is anymore. Uh, obviously, we had some, uh, some slight internet issues. Uh, it seems they, they've made their way over to, to Derby somewhat, uh, Adam. Yeah, not sure what's gone on, to be honest. But, um, wife's watching um, Netflix downstairs, but I came up here and I've got no internet. So let's go uh, hotspot on my phone, but all good. I'm there now. Yeah. Yeah, very good indeed. Um, it feels like an absolute age since we were behind the mics. Obviously, we were behind. Uh, we, we did a podcast on Thursday for for Thanksgiving, and uh, how did how did your Thanksgiving go? Um, pretty good betting wise. Yeah, I had um, I had Sanu and CJ Procise in a double, which is ridiculous, but uh, but it but it worked. So <laughs> it was one of those that yeah, who cares? It, um, yeah, came in at decent money, and yeah, won me won me a fair bit. So yeah, can't complain. Yeah, it'd be, it'd be one of those bets. Like if you if you like ten years from now and you go back and remember, like say you've given up gambling or say you've 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 done whatever you you do and then you go you go back through your bets and you get presented with that and it's like why why did I do that bit? <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much, yeah, but, yeah, just utterly mean. random, but it it worked so. Mm. But if it wasn't for you, Adam, people like Adam Shaheen and Jay Sternberger and all the and Mo Ali Cox, true. I mean, these people the people wouldn't know who these people are. No one would have ever ever heard of them. Although Shaheen scored again last week, and he's he's quite lower this week. I think he's down about five to one. I did look for him. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, well, that's just part of your Sunday routine, or Saturday or Friday routine. So you've you got <laughs> yeah. loads of people that you check off and just say like, so okay. Shaheen, Morelli Cox, <laughs> um, David Moore. Yeah, that's about it. David Moore. Yeah, he's another good one. But yeah, and uh, yep. Jay Sternberger. Is he got another good one? No, no, not anymore. No, I've lost lost love with him. Oh, okay, cool. Tyler Eifert. Uh, nah, nah, former Bengal, but he's, he's not done much. To be fair, Shaheen 17, um, 15 to 2 probably isn't that bad now, actually. <laughs> um, I'm trying to, I'm trying to think of the, um, of the Bills, the Bills tight end that you, is it not, uh, not No, Croft is there. Uh, Croft, uh, the, the Irishman O'Shaughnessy, yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I like him. He's, uh, I think he's at, um, Jacksonville as well now. So, uh, um, yeah, they've got, a, they've got a couple down there now. Yeah, yeah. and Jeff Swain as well, don't forget. Uh, yeah, former Dallas guy. Oh, Jeff of, course. of course. But anyway, before we, go, before we go off on a tight end tangent, because no, no one wants to do that, uh, we yeah. are obviously here to go through the week 13 uh, slates. Um, you've obviously probably had a bit, a bit more time than I have uh, to, to go through it, and uh, I'll, I'll put it up there on the screen so everyone can see. It's obviously, everyone, everyone now knows I'm using a Mac. Uh, let's get rid of the, uh, the old branding stuff, because that looks stupid. There we go. Cool. Um, yeah, so... So there's obviously the week 13 lines. There's a, there's a couple of teams that I'm a couple of games that I'm struggling to, to try and try and find who who I would go for. But um, what 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 kind of sticks out to you immediately as, as you put those in front of you? Anything that you like? Anything you don't like? I know your your naps are a couple of spreads, so we'll wait for those a bit mm. later on. But yeah, anything? Uh, any what's, what's your kind of overview on on week 13? Anything that strikes you? Yeah, right at the top of the Bengals, I thought that was a big spread for them. Um, they generally keep it within one score, no matter how terrible they are at quarterback. Obviously, mm. last week kept it well, should have won last week, really. We should have should have got another first down and a field goal. So I think 10 and a half at the Dolphins is is generous to the Dolphins. I really don't think they're that good. Um, I think they've got lucky, really. Uh, the Colts at Texans, I quite like the Colts there. Obviously, the Texans have lost Will Fuller this week for the rest of the season. Uh, Jags at Vikings wouldn't be touching because Zimmer is very good at covering. 
Yeah, so that's a difficult one. It? It's, yeah, yeah. It, says, it says all you need to know when there's, the Jaguars are plus 10 and you, you're thinking about taking the Jaguars, but they're 1 <laughs> in 10. I mean, they were quite plucky last week against uh, against exactly. Cleveland but with Mike Glennon, but then he can just throw in a seeker. But then the Vikings, like they don't have a, a defense that's going to be that's going to be stawn or one that you're going to be worried about, but the Vikings can just fall flat on their face. I know Kirk Cousins pulled it out the fire a little bit in the fourth quarter yeah. um, that was it last week. And yeah, but as I say, the, the, yeah, normally in normal circumstances, you look at it and you think, oh, it's got to be Vikings minus 10 at home but that's just that's, that's a game I, I don't like i was interested actually in your in your bengals take i know they, they do keep games close um is there any reason why you don't think they're any good obviously defense is better but they haven't got any 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 running backs and uh, obviously that presents some opportunities at some bigger prices which we'll go over later but if you are if any miami backers out there probably just take if you if you are taking it make sure you take the 10 and not the 10 and a half because you're you're giving yourself a bigger a bigger mountain to climb than for, for half a point so buy the juice a little bit on and take the 10. Yeah, I think the Dolphins are better with Fitz, but they are massively defence-led. And I think, obviously, that's it's not a sticky kind of area. The defence is <laughs> turnovers and things like that. Obviously, you can be good for a certain amount of time. And they do have two good corners, but the Bengals aren't going to throw deep because Brandon Allen can't. I just <laughs> don't think... I, I think they've they've got along well with the defence, and Fitz is probably the better option for them on offence because <laughs> they, they're not really moving the ball with either of them, frankly. But... Yeah, I, I think Gaskin is back for them this week, or will be back for them. So, yeah, it's, it's an interesting one. Yeah, because he's actually still not as as we record this on a Saturday evening. Uh, thanks to anyone that is joining us on the Saturday night. Uh, I, yeah, I, I assume I'm a celebrity. Get me out of his finish. Is strictly come finished. I don't know. I don't know. But, no, <laughs> but anyway, good. as the um, yeah, you've probably had a bet on it, haven't you? Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, no, <laughs> no. Okay, cool. Um, yeah, as, as we as we record this, all going live. Uh, Miles Gaskin, I think, is still on IR. Um, so yeah, I say that. Savlon Ahmed um, and who's the other guy that's missing this week I can't bloody remember his name um, Breda Brad 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 so, yeah, they're, they're out. So yeah, they're, they're obviously quite thin, and obviously we'll we'll get to Limbaden and Patrick Laird very shortly in the in the minute. But uh, yeah, the the Browns and the Titans. I thought the Browns. I'm not quite sure whether to make it, if that's a high number for the Browns, five and a half. I, I mean, I the Titans so. should be favourites, but I think that's just a slightly bit high. I, I think that should be a field goal. Uh, I think they're asking you to take the Browns there, uh, but the Browns go away from home. Obviously, D, yeah, Miles Garrett is is not suspended or he's not COVID anymore or anything like that. But yeah, I, I, I don't know. So they weren't convincing in Jacksonville last week but they so that's obviously the first warm game they've had for a while obviously being in Cleveland in the last couple of weeks so um obviously Nashville's not quite Florida but it's not too far it's not it's actually too far from it. it's still on the south coast isn't it um yeah. yeah I thought that was that was a line that um well, it was a bit strange. The other line that I can't make um, hand or fist on is uh, Lions plus three uh, against the Bears. Obviously, you've got Matt Patricia, you've got the bounce back firing kind of, you know, it's amazing the amount of teams that, that play a lot better once your, you know, once your head coach has gone. Uh, DeAndre Striff, I think, is doubtful for this one, but that's yeah. another line. He's, he's begging you to take the Bears uh, with the with the three, uh, with obviously the carousel quarterback, obviously Trubs. Trib is Trubisky still starting again this week? Um, I think yeah. so. Yeah, it's just a dodgy line to me. I'm not quite sure that one. Um, a bit more of a slam dunk. The Colts minus three for me. I think that that I think that one's that one's got to be there. Especially to say with Will Fuller with Will Fuller um, being out. But uh, anything else? That that Raiders line seven and a half. That's a dodgy one as well. Josh, Josh Jacobs is out for the Jets. That do you know what? If that if that handicap line was at double digits, say the ten like the Jaguars again, I would be all over the Jets. That, this this game's got the Jets written all over it. Yeah, it was nine earlier in the week. Um, I think yesterday it was nine. So the Jacobs news has dropped it by a point and a half. I, I just think the Raiders are going to bounce back. They, everything that could have gone wrong went wrong for them last week. And they're, they're a better team than that. I still wouldn't be touching minus seven and a half. I would like that in a teaser leg, though. I've teased that with uh, the Packers 
although the Packers line has gone up considerably. That was eight when I teased it, so I teased it down to two. Two. And uh, to the Raiders down to two and a half. I've um, edited that a little bit. Um, so, yeah, I, I think the Raiders will do it, but I wouldn't take them at that spread Seven, against the yeah. Jets. Yeah, no. Um, uh, it certainly won't be, be taking Devontae Booker 8 to 15 in time. <laughs> time no, I, it's, I was going to say it's ridiculous odds, isn't it? It wasn't even even money. It was crazy odds on. Yeah. Um, yeah, Giants, I, I can't see Daniel Jones starting. That looked like a really serious hamstring injury last week. So yeah, I'll be amazed if he does. Yeah, yeah I, I, I'm surprised he's even doubtful. I'm surprised they haven't just ruled him out because there's mm. no point flying him across the country to Seattle. Um, mm. So, yeah, 10.5 obviously is assuming he's not going to play. Uh, the Patriots line has swapped. That was Patriots minus one yesterday. Uh, now plus one and a half. I can't take the charges ever. It's probably the biggest coaching mismatch of the year. Uh, obviously, yeah. we saw Anthony yeah. Lynn did at the end of the game last week, which was oh. farcical. Um, yeah, it's um, funny you say that actually because I've got in my notes here hardest game to call, but have to give edge to coaching BB right Chevron AL. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Like Chargers have got the better roster, they're a better team, but it's just I can't can't trust yeah. them. Uh, yeah. And they've I think they're one and seven in one score games this year. The Chargers I have written somewhere. Um, yeah. yeah, Broncos. I think that's too big. I think I wouldn't ever back the Broncos at plus thirteen and a half, but I think that's too much. They obviously punted away last week. It was they were forced into a position where they had to play, but they've got all the quarterbacks back. So while I don't think they're going to win, I don't think they're going to keep it within seven. I wouldn't be taking the Chiefs minus 13 and a half. Um, Washington, that line's come down as well. That was nine and a half early in the week, now plus seven. Obviously a very mixed up week for the Steelers. And it's they, they are welcoming back Stefan to who's off COVID, which helps, but they lost Bud Dupree, the Steelers. So it's kind of, evens it out and Washington have actually been playing pretty well and are now second favorites for the NFC East so <laughs> that they've got something to look forward to at least and I just can't see Alex Smith not turning the ball over that's the problem mm. so I, I won't be taking anything there the Bills 49 is an interesting one I'll leave you to talk about that because I don't really have a lean on it no it, it is a difficult one I, I think the 49ers getting healthy and getting people back now I, I think I would probably take the 49ers minus one as much as it pains me to say as a, an, an anti-49er but um, I, th- I think they probably match up quite well against Buffalo um, but you know Buffalo have kind of been a run funnel most of the season um, I haven't got any kind of recent stats if, they, if that is if that's true but um, they they smashed the Rams last week it, you know, the, the scoreline flattered uh, the Rams a little bit and I just I just think the 49ers may, may gap a bit ahead of steam they'll win the game so if you, if you think they'll win the game, probably take the um, the money line rather than minus one, just in case they just win by uh, they win by one and you get a push, which screws your screws your bet. You bet and slip up, but um, yeah, I, I would probably take forty nine as that one. Um, is, points wise, forty seven and a half, probably take the under. I'm not sure. Mm. Uh, it's a difficult one. They're, they're ones where they're just about right, and they're not they're not or they're not wrong. So I'm not going to take anything from them. So um, yeah. 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 Um, yeah, that's about it on the spreads. Obviously, Cowboys, Ravens. I'd lean Ravens still, even the the even with the uh, the hook on the seven and a half. I'd still lean Ravens on that one. Yeah, that one. Obviously, Lamar Jackson can is can be cleared if he clears all the protocols on Sunday, so he can get one day of practice in on the Monday. So it just depends on whether or not they deem him fit enough. Obviously, we saw RG three um, pulling up lame a little bit, and obviously, so if Lamar, Lamar Jackson doesn't go, it would be Trace McSorley, in which case I'd probably then actually probably take the Cowboys, um, considering yeah. that they are depleted on defense. But yeah, that's the one where if you've got Twitter, you obviously just scroll your, you know. 
your beat writers for the Ravens and try and get an early gist on that because if it's it is Lamar Jackson, that that line's going to go to double. I would have thought would go to double digits. I think the that line at the moment is where they're hedging they're hedging their bets the for the for the Cowboys Ravens. So um, if it, if it is Trace McSorley, I, I could probably see it coming down maybe a smidge, maybe to six and a half something there. So it's then, but it's yeah. begging you to take the take the Ravens. But um, yeah, so it is is an interesting line that one. Um, so there we go. Yeah, that's uh, we. Any anything from total point standpoint that sticks out to you? Anything you like? I know you're in the notes we've got. You haven't um, got I anything. did. I had one earlier in the week. I, I think Vikings Jags under. I think that's quite a high total for that one. It's um, mm. fifty-one for them too, and mm. uh, it, they should be able to run the ball. Basically, it should be Robinson versus Cook. I'd imagine. Uh, essentially, same with Giants Seahawks. Um, if it's Colt McCoy, Colt McCoy was terrible last week. He mm. he can barely make a pass. Um, so yeah, I think 47 and a half take the unders on yeah. that one because again, yeah. Seahawks should be able to just run the ball, which they've been doing a lot more recently. Seahawks defense as well. Seahawks defense has been okay last week or two as well. They're starting, I think they're starting to get a bit of late season form personally from what, I, from what I've seen. I know they still give up a chunk of stuff, but yeah, I'm just, I'm just getting, I'm just getting feelings and feelings in the old bones that uh, the Seahawks defense, it's not going to be the Legion of Boom defense, but yeah, mm. I, I think a Colt McCoy, a Colt McCoy led Giants team is not mm. going to score more than, than 14 points. I don't know what the, uh, the Giants team total is, but. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, Dunlap is probably missing out, and he's been a big addition for the Seals' mm. defense. So without him, I'm not sure they'll be able to get the pressure again. Mm. Yeah. Um, and then I did have—I can't even remember which total I wrote up. It doesn't really matter. So yeah, just, uh, <laughs> we'll just just carry on. I did write up a total for SBR um, going under, but I, off the top of my head, I can't remember it. Keep on, keep on keeping on. All right, then let's get to our anytime at touchdown scorers. Then, so uh, what, what do you like from uh, from week thirteen in terms of anytime touchdown scores? I know there's a guy John who is regularly in my DMs for, for any information, and so I know you, you like Anthony Ferk. So Johnny Smith obviously out this week. Yeah, I, I mentioned him on um, Twitter, and the price has kind of gone on it now. Uh, it was five to one, I think, is about three to one is the best price for him now with Johnny Smith out, as you said. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, he's he's one. I'll probably miss out on um, Gio Bernard for the Bengals. He's 19 to 10. He scored in both his games against Miami, including a gigantic, crazy 75 yarder that has been replayed on Twitter and Bengal, Bengal Kingdom quite a few times. Uh, Taysom yeah. Hill is plus money still, um, 11 to 10. He scored two touchdowns in each of his two starts at quarterback. And Latavius Murray in that game is 11 to 4, which I thought was fairly generous because he seems to be getting a lot of the carries. Uh, DK Metcalf is 10 to 11. I'm surprised he's anywhere near evens um, at home against that Giants team. He's just mm. unstoppable at the moment. Uh, and in the same way, Austin Eckler's 11 to 10 against the Patriots. D that is not very good. And he looked fine last week. He put up at nearly 140 odd yards. Uh, 16 targets, I think. Didn't he? 16 targets. So sure. I think he caught nine of 16 and for like 100 and uh, for 80 odd or something ridiculous. Yeah, I can't mm. remember off the top of my head. Um, and then a couple of longer shots. Um, I guess I'm going to go with Isaiah Coulter for uh, the Texans. Uh, your mate Rob Grimwood will appreciate that one. He was touting <laughs> him massively in the preseason. And he's basically the wide receiver two, three, maybe in the, for the Texans now with you got Cooks and um, Cootie. Yeah, he's yeah. Too <laughs> yeah, and his price is useless. So yeah, ten to one I thought was all right for him. Uh Colin Johnson scored for the Jags last week. Ace thirteen to two. He led mm. the team in targets and yards, but DJ Chark is back, so I think that's why he's thirteen to two. But he backup quarterbacks have better relationships with back 
backup players. So yeah, yeah, I wouldn't yeah. be surprised to see him <clears throat> having a bit of connection. Uh, Gerald Everett's 13 to 2 as well for the Rams. I have no kind of evidence on that, but I just thought it was a fairly big price. Mm. Yeah, uh, I, don't, I agree with some of those. Some of the ones that I put out, I mentioned obviously about the Miami running backs. Um, fully expect Gaskin to be uh, in in the game and he'd be activated from from IR again. Not quite sure. I'm not, not sure I, he'll get uh, Austin Eckler uh, kind of workload. But uh, Lynn Bowden twenties and Patrick Laird at tens. Um, say if you get the bonus, if you get the bonus that Gaskin doesn't go because obviously he could have he could have come back last week, but they didn't they didn't choose to return him last week. So not quite sure if there's maybe anything going on behind the scenes there. But these guys are way too big at those prices, especially if they get the starting gig or even share carries. Um, and again, they're against the Bengals who. Uh, yeah, I'm not going to say they've got a crap defense, but yeah, mm. it's, yeah, it's not great, is it? Uh, no. and, and it's in it's in a home game. It's a game they'd be expected to win. So yeah, you always want running backs in those kind of situations. It's a ten point. You know, if you've got a ten point favorite in Miami at home, um, you know, obviously you know you've got Ryan Fitzpatrick, but still you've got you've got starting running backs that potentially ten and twenty to one will be all over that. Um, so that would be kind of my uh, yeah. Again, if you've got uh, if you've got Twitter accounts, follow Miami beat writers and see uh, if Gaskin. Uh, yeah, if Gaskin is, is ruled out at any time, those prices prices are going to they're going to worse than half. So um, that that would be my main my main takeaway. Deshaun Watson uh, five to two. He was he was a bit bigger than that because I looked a bit earlier in the week. But considering Will, there's no Will Fuller anymore, um, yeah, he's he's how many rush, rushing touchdowns has he had since he, uh, over the last couple of years? He actually yeah, does have a rushing touchdown against the Colts um, in three games that he's played against them. So uh, I thought five to two still probably about right now. But yeah, he's not he's not really going to throw anyone. He, I know David Johnson's probably back for this one, uh, but he's, yeah. Could quite, quite quite easily run it in, even if it's a blowout and, and all the rest of it. T- I agree with you, Taysom Hill, eleven to ten. Uh, Raheem Mostert, I thought was quite big at seven to five uh, against the Bills. Monday night football morning. Uh, Deshaun, DeAndre Swift, we mentioned, is out. Kevin Johnson is currently four to one. Uh, Adrian Peterson is twos as well. I know that uh, a couple of you guys got on Adrian Peterson two or more last week. At, what was it? I think 10, 10 to one. I think it was last week, which was a nice little winner. So, uh, congrats to anyone that, that got on that. We did try to try and tweet that out, and I did tell a few people to get on that as well. So, hopefully, you did uh, as well. Uh, Skybet trouble for this week, Adam. Uh, are you aware of it? Do you know what it is? Um, do, it do was. I know. I know. Henry, Henry Chapman, Thielen. Yes, I did have a look. Um, yeah, I mean, from paper, it makes sense, but um, it depends what what um, Cleveland do. They seem to be mixing the um, the goal line work week by week with Hunt and Chubb. And it, two weeks ago, it was Hunt when I was on Chubb, and then last week it was Chubb who got the score. So I, I think, I mean, Henry and Chubb should get in, and then it's whether Thielen gets in. But he has been the red zone threat. So yeah, it's not. Can't complain at six to one, really. Yeah, it really annoys me though that you got two. You got plenty of six. You know, sometimes in the late game, in the late windows, we've only got two games. I'm, I'll, I'll let the the bookies off for putting two in the same game, but putting Henry and Chubb in early, mm. in the early slot in the same game just really annoys me. Um, but there we go. Yeah, there should be two teams that should run the ball and be able to get in, get in the end zone in the run game. But there, there we go. I'll do, I'll do about the, the late one. DK Metcalf, Devontae Adams, and and Kyler Murray eight to one. I thought that was pretty decent prices. Uh, again, you you want you want Kyler Murray obviously to get in the end zone yeah. there, but it's decent decent. Rams defense and especially with Aaron Dora, but yeah, we have to see it. With that. I don't know how banged up Kyler Murray is. Um, that one, yeah, the other two I think are pretty much nailed on. So, uh, you're essentially playing eight to eight to one for a Kyler Murray to get in the end zone, which I'm yeah. I will take all day long, uh, to be quite honest. I saw you shake your head. Do you not like it? <laughs> yeah, no, it's just just the Kyler stuff. He's he's pissed me off the last couple of weeks, frankly. With uh, they mm. said he was they said he was good to go last week and he barely ran the ball and he was ducking out of any kind of contact, he was di- diving short of the line. So it's just that I just don't trust that he's healthy. And without 
without him being able to run properly, he's the team's different. Hmm. Yep, fair enough. Right, okay, then they are the uh, Skybet Tribbles. Good luck with it. If anyone, anyone sees any juicy prices out there for any touchdown scores, let us know. Uh, and we will put it, so hopefully, guide you in the right direction. Obviously, uh, at touchdown tips for Adam, at Tim underscore Monk, F10Y for myself, or at 14 yards on the Twitter. Uh, okay, let's then let's go to our best bets for the week, Adam. Uh, we actually agree on, uh, you don't know my selections, but we actually mm-hmm. agree on our naps this week. I, I found it really hard to be. Um, to be too confident about a lot of things there's a lot of things again it's probably the lack of prep time for me personally because i've had quite a, a, a long week but um I, I say i said to you before we come on here i can't really say anything to you because you went for raw mail and it's in december so um I, i'm Very not, not going to ask for you to play any violins anytime soon but um i'll let i'll let you do uh the talking for the for the nap which you've got as uh new orleans at minus three i agree with you uh let me see if it, you know I'll, I'll add anything that you kind of miss off yeah, obviously they smashed the Falcons last uh, two weeks ago uh, in Taysom Hill's first start. There is obviously tape on Taysom Hill now, but he's a completely different quarterback. He's not really a quarterback. He's a running back. Uh, I don't think the Falcons are going to adjust that well after getting shellacked by them. They they couldn't protect Matty Ryan. Obviously, I'd imagine mm-hmm. they'll have a plan to get the ball out quicker in this one, but I'm not sure it's going to be enough. Um, obviously, it's in Atlanta this week, which should flip it a little bit, give a little bit more help for Atlanta. But Julio's going to be back. I'm not sure he's going to be fully fit. Uh, Calvin Ridley's obviously, um, it, he's been on and off with his foot. Um, Hayden Hurst, I believe, is on the injury report as well. Uh, Todd Gurley's Todd Gurley. I just, yeah, I, I just don't see. I think the Saints have been playing the best, they're the best team in the NFL over the last few weeks. Admittedly, they had a pretty much a bye week last week, which again helps gives them a little bit of rest time and I just don't see how this is only three points after they beat them by 15 two weeks ago mm. yeah the, the, the thing for me is um yeah this, this comes down to the offensive line for the Atlanta Falcons that New Orleans pass rush for Cameron Jordan and, and all the other guys this uh, New Orleans um defense kind of got a bit unappreciated I think personally over the last mm. couple of weeks I know they didn't have to beat much last week and, and, and they probably nearly they should have probably shut out the Denver Broncos in all honesty but um I you know this Atlanta Falcons offensive line is one of the worst in the league and they this constantly Matt Ryan literally has no seconds at all to, to throw the ball um you know the Las Vegas Raiders who who, who they beat last week um normally are, are not very good at get, uh, generating pass rush, but they were all over Atlanta last week. Uh, and if, if the, Ve- the Vegas Raiders can do that, the New Orleans Saints are just going to eat, 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 uh, have some seconds after Thanksgiving week, to be honest. Um, so, yeah, I, I think that matchup is just going to ruin the, the tie for the for the Falcons. They're not going to get too much going, maybe unless it, unless it's garbage time, uh, which also means you know, can't get too much coming out of the run game. We're going to have to revert to screens and stuff. But, yeah, this, the Saints would have seen the Falcons come in because they play each other twice a year. Um, so, yeah, I quite like the Saints minus three uh, in this one should be maybe a bit more. Um, yeah, so even even if you get to the, the Falcons having a field goal game uh, and, the, you know, and Will Lutz bang, bangs one through, you, the very worst, you're going to get a push. But I, I, I don't see many scenarios where, where that gets, gets beat. I think they're probably, the bookies overreacting a little bit too much to the Vegas Raiders win last week where they, they absolutely um you know curb stomps them uh, i just think yeah. maybe a slight bit slight overreaction uh, on that one so yeah so i fully agree with you uh, on that so what is your, your next best um saints have won five of the last six against um the falcons as well um my next best is the other team that i didn't mention in the spreads when we talked about is the rams minus two and a half um it's this line's been kind of three and a half three and now down to two and a half 
So in theory, money's coming for the Cardinals. But again, I don't really see it. I don't trust that Kyler Murray's healthy. And if he's not healthy, then they're not going to win. Um, I don't think he's fully good to go. And yeah, as I say, his running is a massive part of their game plan. And I, I just don't trust that he's fine. Uh, then you've got Ramsey, who will shut down Nuke. And if you shut down Hopkins, then that's another big bit of that game gone. And um, the Cardinals aren't exactly brilliant at getting pressure. Uh, if you can't pressure Goff, then Goff will actually do a decent job. Um, so, yeah, I just don't think that, the. Well, frankly, I think the Rams are going to win quite easily. And I posted posted this stat on Twitter the other day about um, McVeigh against the Cardinals. And he's won all six by an average of, I think, 14 points. Sorry, no, he's covered the spread by 14 points in those six games, which is just ridiculous. Mm. Um, admittedly, only two of them against Kyler and Cliff, but he won. Let me just double check. He he won those games fairly comfortably. Um, I think it was by seven points, which was actually a push. And uh, by about 20, odd, I believe. Mm. Yeah, I mean, I did, I did the I did the preview for the full ten yards uh, TV game previews this week, and I, I wrote this one. It was, it's, it's an interesting one because yeah, if you can get pressure on on Jared Goff, um, he he crumbles like you know a, a statue in Rome. I couldn't think of a cohesive uh, <laughs> cohesive argument for that one. Um, but yeah, yeah, he, he needs Hassan Reddick and and some of the other guys, Isaiah Simmons, maybe coming on blitzes um, to to maybe get him got in Goff's face. But you know, Sean McVay, you, you can tell his his lack of um, faith in Goff because the amount of misdirections, the amount of jet sweeps you get with Robert Woods, it's just, it just screams um, we don't like Derek Jared Goff, which then makes your mind blow at the, the fact they gave him that gave him the contract they did. But um, yeah, I think they've still got another couple of years uh, lumbered with him. But yeah, it, it all depends on whether or not the Arizona Cardinals can get in their face. Uh, and similarly, uh, obviously, Kyler Murray is a mobile quarterback, but how? injured is he because obviously you've got Aaron Donald stuff in the pocket there so he could obviously just bootleg out and if he's if he's fit and his wounds have, have healed a little bit I'm not too worried but yeah I, I, that's a game I'll leave alone uh personally I, I don't I don't have a I don't have a lean anywhere on that one fair enough um, the one game I do have a lean on, I mentioned it earlier, Colts minus three is my next best. Um, again, without Will Fuller, I think that the Colts defense, so they, you know, it's been, it's, it's not been as uh, as fierce as it has been at the start of the season, but I think they'll have enough to cover uh, Deshaun Watson. He's literally got none to throw to. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised to see David Johnson and Duke Johnson split out wide for, for this one. Uh, and it is, it's, it, all you have to do is cover Brandon Cooks and you'll, you'll be all right. The only thing that worries me about the, the you know, back, back in against the Texans uh, is the fact that they don't own their first round pick. So obviously they want to win to, to make it uh, as bad for Miami as possible. But, you know, I think the Colts with, with title aspirations, uh, obviously uh big win. Was it a big win last week? Did they? I oh, know. They, they the got week, stuffed they? last week. Yeah. Yeah. Got stuffed. Yeah. Um, I just think I don't know. I just think they'll bounce back a little bit, and the Houston Texans defense is not is not great, and so I, I think even Philip Rivers will be will be struggling to to throw interceptions or or to throw it all away. Uh, I think Jonathan Taylor should be back in this one, so he should get a good uh, a good run of the ball. Obviously, the game running game didn't get get, get quite going last week as, as they probably wanted. Uh, but when you've got someone, yeah, Jonathan Taylor going out, uh, probably the game plan was a bit muffed from from that point. But yeah, I, I think Colts get back on track here. They need to obviously keep pace with the Tennessee Titans and Houston Texans. Essentially, the only thing they're playing for is to uh, to stop Miami getting their top five pick, to be quite honest. So, um, yeah, quite like the Colts there. Um, don't yeah. know if you have a lean either, either way. Yeah, they'd probably be my third pick. Yeah, um, we're probably going for those in the uh, super contest that we entered. So, yeah, again, we can't, can't argue anything you said there. And again, they need to um, keep the pressure up on the Titans, frankly. So, 
they definitely need to go for it. And Jonathan Taylor's five to four on Skybet's score. If you fancy him against that awful Texans Wednesday. Yeah, right. Okay, before we get how then, Adam, we'll just we'll finish off with some props. Uh, anything that you like? I haven't really had too much chance to look at the props yet, but I know you've got some bits written down. So end us off uh, with some props. Yeah, Denzel Mims over 54 and a half. He's had 62, 71 and 67 in his last three games for the Jets. Uh, Jalen Rashad over 10 and a half receiving yards. If you think that Booker's going to get the Josh Jacobs role, then Rashad, I believe, will probably get the Booker role, which means he'll get the pass catching stuff. So I thought that was fairly decent. Um Young Wei Koo for the Falcons, over six and a half kicking points. Um, they they can't score touchdowns. So it just makes sense that they're just going to go field goals. He scored all three. Did he? I think he got three field goals against the um, Saints in the first one. Uh, Brandon Allen over one and a half yeah. interceptions is seven to four against the Dolphins. As we, say, as we said, the Dolphins have got the two shutdown corners and do seem to be keep, turn, keep on turning the ball over. Uh, Tim Patrick over 42 and a half yards for the Broncos. He's basically their wide receiver one. So I thought that was a fairly low line. Uh, Jordan Aikens, who won last week, is uh, over 33 and a half. Again, with all the injuries there, all the issues at wide receiver, they could easily rely on a pass catching tight end. Uh, Alan Robinson, no, sorry, James Robinson, over three and a half receptions for the Jags. He had five last week in Mike Lennon's first game. Uh, Austin Eckler over 39 and a half receiving yards. He again went over that. And as you said, he had about 16 targets last week. And Miles Sanders under 64 and a half rushing yards. They've activated Jordan Howard and they don't ever seem to want to let Miles Sanders play. So I thought that was um, fairly decent. He normally gets to 60 yard and they drop him. So mm. yeah, I, I'm, yeah. I've, I've written a little bit of a rant on. Doug Peterson in my previews this week, he really peed me off last week with his Jalen Hurts is going to get more of the ball kind of thing. And he had one snap and <laughs> really peed me off. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Any, any, any Eagles fans out there? Uh, one of our writers, Steve, he did a decent piece on, on the Eagles as well. If you want to go and give the Eagles a full dressing down as well. So go and go. Yeah. I, I don't know. I don't understand what it is with Doug Peterson and, and the Eagles in general, to be, to be quite honest. When, they, when they've had a kind of a power back, when they had like Blunt and obviously on, on, on their Super Bowl run, um, I, don't, I don't understand with all this, this committee stuff. Obviously, it works better when you've got, yeah. you've got Mark Sanders can do it all. Uh, just give me yeah. all. But, but yeah, unfortunately, that uh, the light there's no, doesn't seem to be any light at the end of that tunnel. But uh, full props to you on those bets at the end there. Do you see what I did there? Wee wee wee. Um, sadly, yeah, sadly not, Jake. Um, we're going to get out of here because we have tipped the half hour mark, and that's obviously far not. Yeah, it's, it's three times the ten minutes that we we always aspire to, but always fail. But I hope you enjoyed it. Hope you will be back at the same time next week. Good luck with all your bets. Hope you gamble responsibly. Uh, Christmas is around the corner, so hopefully we can get a few winners in uh, to pay for those Christmas presents. Adam, thanks to you. I've just a quick reminder of your DraftKings and your website and all the rest of it? Yeah, uh, website tdtips.com or nfl-dfs.com, which is uh, kind of sister site I've been setting up. Um, if you want to sign up to DraftKings and you haven't got an account, dkng.co forward slash tdtips, uh, deposit 10 and get a free 10 using that link. And you can join my league and we have a few contests every week. Normally fill at least one of them with 20. So yeah, all good. And yeah, tdtips.com is the website. Yeah, I forgot to enter last week. On the, I, th- I did the, the Thanksgiving one, $4 one, mm-hmm. whatever it was, but I forgot to do the, the other one, but I'll be back in there, back in for some more this week. So come and come and join us, come take our money, come and uh, beat your wits against us. Uh, let's say that will do it uh, for the Betting Net podcast. Don't forget to uh, gr- check out all the great content of the over the full 10 yards. We'll be back on Monday with the NFL pod. Hopefully you can join us. But in the meantime, in the great words of Kevin Cato, it's a bye-bye for now. A bye-bye. 